Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good Saturday morning. Welcome to another edition of the Outdoor Show. Uh, Wow, into our 31st year now and glad to have you with us on this kind of a chilly, wintry morning, but going to be warming up and pretty nice forecast coming up. We'll get to the complete... Coastal Marine forecast coming up for you in just a second. Well, hunting seasons are kind of winding down, but there's still some good opportunities. Special youth and veterans hunters for ducks and uh, also got some deer seasons left with primitive weapons. We'll kind of give you the rundown on that. Of course, you listeners in Alabama, this is prime time for you guys over there with those late ruts. Uh, speckled trout. Boy, I've been a lot of conversations all week about speckled trout management. Uh, we had a couple of programs dealing with this about changes in the management program to help restore what the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries says is an overfished population. Well, the list of those public hearings that Jason Adriance, the biologist with the department, told us about has been released. I'll give you the rundown. In almost the entire month of February, there will be one coming to a location near you. Also going to tell you about Florida, what they have done. Boy, you talk about drastic action Uh, Effective February 1st, they are drastically going to reduce their speckled trout regulations and limits and sizes. I'll tell you all about that. Plus, we got those live fishing reports, including uh, Brendan Bayard with our paddlers report this morning. I uh, got a big tournament going on. Uh, I'm getting mixed reports, whether it's 140 or 135, but it is a sold-out kayak tournament called the Minimalist Challenge. Uh, those kayakers will be leaving out of Leeville. And the kicker on this thing is they all have the same baits. They've got five soft plastics, five jig heads to put them on, and one hard bait. That's all they've got. That's all they can use in the tournament. They're looking for ten speckled trout and two redfish using only what they've been given. Uh, very interesting. And Brendan and his two sons will be fishing that. We'll be checking in with them down in Leeville just a little bit later on. Also, a uh, Cajun invasion to Alaska. Well, you know, we've had to extend it now to three weeks. It started off at one week, two weeks, three weeks because it's so popular. Our middle week has already been sold out, but we do have openings on the first and third weeks. That'll be in July and August. Ralph Crystal of the Gone Fishing Lodge is going to join us later on and tell you all you need to know how you can get in on our Cajun invasion. Also going to recap a couple of trips I had this week. Uh, went out looking for redfish. Why, well, Thursday was a tough day, but we had a narrow window before the rain, and, I mean, we got back to the dock within two minutes of when the rain started coming. Uh, Martha Spencer and I was with Sanchez and Son out of Campos Marina. We took advantage of that little window of opportunity and uh, made a real nice redfish slam and got back to the dock and managed to stay dry on what was otherwise a very wet day. Uh, yesterday had a successful woodcock hunt. Yeah, woodcock. Who hears about those guys anymore on public land? Uh, very proud of our dogs. I'll tell you more about that coming up. Also, Bayou Wild TV. I'm going to preview what the show is about this week. 
And we're also going to talk to one of the organizers of the Biloxi Boat Show. Coming to the Gulf Coast, that's going to be coming up uh, shortly, so we'll give you all the details you need to know about that. And as always, we ask you to text us at 870-870. That's our instant text messaging line. Comes right in here to the studio in St. Hubert's Cathedral. This week, in addition to telling us who you are, where you are, and what you're doing on this Saturday morning, because we'd love to hear that, also want to extend something we did last week. Tell me what famous personality, an entertainer, a sportsman, an athlete, uh, an elected official, a leader that you would like to see appear with us on Bayou Wild TV. So include that in your little text message 870, 870. Here's your coastal marine forecast if you're getting up and heading out. Today's kind of a a post-front situation. North winds, 10 to 15 offshore, 2 to 4 feet off the outside. Inside waters, you're looking at a north to a northwest with 10 to 15. Uh, Otherwise, you know, maybe a little choppy to smooth conditions. And then tomorrow, complete turnaround. It's a pre-front situation. Southeast winds, 10 to 15, 2 to 3 foot seas offshore. Inside, good conditions as far as seas. East wind, uh, light, 5 to 10, smooth conditions, but an 80% chance of rain. That's what they make rain suits for. And if you saw our fishing game report this week, you saw we were all bundled up in wet weather gear and managed to catch some very nice fish. Your average tide range, 1.6. That is a lot of tide for the Gulf Coast. A lot of water going to be moving in and out. And the Mississippi River is at 14.9 on the New Orleans gauge and rising. Will we have yet another spillway opening ahead? All right, all that's coming up. When we come back from this, we're going to check in with Robbie Campo down at Campos Marine in Shell Beach, where we uh, began our trip on Thursday. It was a big success. We'll see what the fishermen have been doing between now and then and what the prospects are for this weekend for your fishing trip or your hunting trip. Back with more right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we take you down to the Campos Marina location at Shell Beach in St. Bernard, where we launched our fishing game report this week to get out and catch some beautiful redfish with uh, Glenn and Jonathan Sanchez. I call them Sanchez and Son, and got to say hello to this guy, Robbie Campo. Robbie, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Don. How are you? Oh, man, I'm feeling pretty good. Had two good trips this week. Uh, what happened after we left the marina and things uh, kind of got real nice yesterday? I'm probably a little breezy down there, but, I mean, the sunshine was out, and it was a totally different day from what we did on Thursday. Well, I'll I tell you, uh, Don, um, yesterday around midday, it calmed down here. It was it was blowing a little bit yesterday morning. It wound up calming down, and uh, had a guy go right there by the fort yesterday, and caught, I think he caught 15 beautiful trout uh, fishing right, you know, between the Old Shore Beach buyer and the fort. I don't have much of a report for last week because, you well, you know what the weather was. You was here. It was, you know, go, you all escaped the rain <laughs> a little bit. Um, got, <laughs> yeah. out, got to get out and go catch a few redfish. But, you know, we didn't have a whole, whole bunch of people here on a week because, you know, the weather was just so bad. But, um you know, I think if you come out today, if you're coming out today to come fishing, find some clean water, uh, which it should be clean, cleaning up. The water on the other side of the dam was beautiful. My brother was crawling out there. We said the water was beautiful out there. So I think anyway, you find some clean, moving water, you should catch some fish today. Um, I had uh, a couple of my charter captains that went out yesterday. They did really well on redfish. So, you know, you're going to have to try to put that mixed box together. Um, you know, they fished along the rocks on a channel, caught a bunch of sheepheads. So um, 
I think anywhere you get that's got an oyster reef or, or in a bayou with an oyster reef or a, or a fish along the rocks or along the ship channel here, um, you know, you should be able to pick up that mixed box. Tell you what, they've been catching a lot of, they've been catching a lot of blue cats, a lot of freshwater catfish down here. Um, I'm not really sure how you fish a freshwater catfish. I've never fished a freshwater catfish in my life, but <laughs> if it's a it, it ain't hard, Robbie. Body, it ain't hard. It's like, I don't know. It, can I, you I've imagine? Yeah. All right. Imagine catching hardheads, trying to catch hardheads. It's pretty much okay. the same thing. <laughs> okay. Just an old piece right, of well, stinking then. dead bait on a jig head or, you know, a bottom rig. You're going to do it. Well, look, up through St. Milo Bayou, um, any, anywhere in one of these deep turns, they just been down in there, man, and they've been catching them. I'm telling you, they just—it's one after the other. Uh, and and man, they are some good. Gee whiz, I tell you, oh, yeah. uh, these catfish. Oh, yeah. are, oh man, you, look, and the ones that's about maybe 14, 15 inches. Oh my God, you don't get a whole big, well, big piece of meat off of it. But I tell you, they are man. Right. They, we fried some up here, unbelievable. Good. Oh, well, let me tell good. you what I'm I'm going to predict. If we happen to get one of those real hard cold freezes, you know where Bayou Lutra turns on with the redfish because they get in that deeper warm oh, yeah. water, those catfish are going to migrate in there and it'll be, it'll be like nothing you've ever seen. People will be pulling them out of there left and right. Probably so. But, I, I um, you know, we haven't had that jubilee down here yet. Uh, no. uh, they've been catching a lot of bass. But, you know, at the water low, you know, a lot of bass are being caught. They're coming out that marsh, and they they fishing them in these pinch points along these rocks. Uh, you know, anywhere there's a moving current or in front of these little bayous, you know, the little ditches, that tornasses that come out of the channel. I tell you, Don, boy, they've been catching some bass. Man, it, the bass fishing is just is, is dynamite. But um, if you come down here today, I really believe that you can go put your a mix box together between sheephead, redfish, trout, and, you know, um, Catfish and bass. Freshwater stuff. Yeah, I don't sure. see. A, Absolutely. I don't think. I don't see why you can't do it. You know, you just. You know, we had a. We had a really screwed up week. You know, with the cold and the wind and, uh, you know, the weather conditions just weren't good. But uh, you know, it's kind of straightening out. So, come down today. Like I said, we got plenty of live shrimp on hand. Come on, make a left at that bridge. Come and see us. We'll get you in the water. We'll get you going. So. Um, you know, it's just up to you to do it, but, you know, no reason to stay in the house today. Robbie, uh, the forecast is calling for a little bit of north and northwest wind. If you get any west wind, you know, that kind of sucks the water out of the marsh there, and we got a 1.6-foot tide range. So if you couple that with a little bit of northwest wind, could we be looking at some really low conditions back up in that marsh people need to be careful of? Now, it's going to switch well, around you know, by tomorrow, so I don't know which is going to come first. Well, you know, Don, um, the water, it's not really high here right now. It's down It's down pretty good. So, you know, you know use caution, be careful, uh, stay in the deeper channels. Um, you know, if you're going to go in, in these bayous, uh, like in St. Milo, try to stay in St. Milo. If you're going to go in Gallego or Lena Lagoon, you know, just, you know, use some caution because, yeah, you could you could be calling either Cito or me. I don't want to have to. And you got you got better things to do. You got better things to do. Well, I don't say I have better things to do. I just don't want to go have to. Just pay attention. That's all you got to do. There you go. 
<laughs> Robbie, I'm going to be mentioning this uh, throughout the next uh, rest of the few hours of the show. But uh, tell us about that blood drive going on. It's going to be February 2nd, St. Catherine, Siena, to benefit that duck hunter that was injured in that accident last week. Yeah, uh, as, a good, as a really great friend of mine, I've uh, known him since we were teenagers. He was shot in a duck hunting accident um, last week, and they're going to do a blood drive for him on February 2nd which I, I think we talked about, I think it's Super Bowl Sunday, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Is that, am I correct it on is, that or it not? It is, right. It is, okay, but it well, don't take long to give but, blood. Right. Um, he, they're going to have a blood drive. Um, um, uh, and I can't even remember what Catholic church it is. It's St. Catherine's, yeah. It's St. Catherine's, Siena, on Metairie Road in Metairie. It's real easy to find. It's right around Bonneville and Metairie yeah. Road up in that area. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to donate, but I, I think everybody, you know, you know, please just, you know, you need to replace it. They replace the blood. So, uh, you know, if you, if you got a free minute, please go over there and do that. Lenny, Lenny LaBeach is a great guy and uh, just want to, you know, do something for him that, you know, that, just to give back, you know, because, you know, blood's, blood's really important. So you know, he used a lot of it, like to, you know, see it get replaced. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a good cause, believe me, really what, good What's cause. the latest and, uh, update you're hearing on him, Robbie? How's he doing? Is he out of um, intensive care? Is he still in ICU? Um, Actually, I think uh, he's still in ICU, but he's, He's doing he's he's doing remarkably well, man. He's he's <laughs> this guy's a trooper, man. I tell you, you know, you get shot from less than you know two feet away, and um, you know, and go through what he's going through, lose a piece of colon, uh, a kidney, small intestine, large intestine, you know, pieces of it. Uh, they picked marsh grass out this poor guy, um, along with the BBs and everything else he got. Uh, you know, he's he's doing he's doing really well. Um, you know, considering so, but I tell you, this guy, this guy is a trooper. I don't know if I could, believe me, I don't know if I could, if I'd be able to, to hang on like that, like Lenny's doing. He's just a man, really strong man, got a lot of will to live. So, um, yeah, it, yep, it, blood you know, and prayers. That's blood what job, he needs. Yeah, you All got right. it. You got it. Absolutely. So, if you, if February second, please, please go donate this blood. I mean, you know, it's going to a good cause, and you know, it's giving blood anytime is a good cause, but, you know, need to replace it. So if you yeah. feel they got nothing to do, just go over there and just donate it, please. All right, Rob. Thanks a lot, my friend. Uh, we'll see you All next right. week. Take care. All right, Don. Talk to you later, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. All right. There he goes, Robbie Campo. Yeah, that's going to be uh, next week, huh? right, February uh, 2nd. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to get to some of your text messages. Thank you for sending them in. We'd love to hear more, 87870. And I'm getting a couple requests. We asked you to do this. Tell us, uh, who should we invite to make an appearance on Bayou Wild TV? I'll tell you about some of the high-profile people we have had on and what people would like to get. And if you've got someone special you'd like to see on the show, text me, 87870. We'll be right back. This is The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. I want to remind uh, the Alabama duck hunters that there's a special waterfowl day coming up on February the 8th. That is Saturday. It's designated as a special youth, veteran, and active military person hunt. Uh, If you're under the age of 16, accompanied by a licensed adult, a military veteran, you can hunt waterfowl statewide. Of course, the shooting hours, bag limits, and, of course, what's legal as far as firearms and ammunition all apply. 
So, again, that's going to be coming up on February 8th. Great opportunity there. Uh, still got some time to get out and do some hunting. A dove season is actually wrapping up uh, tomorrow in the north zone of Louisiana. Uh, duck uh, in the uh, east zone and west waterfowl season, that closes tomorrow. Uh, Canada geese is open statewide through January 31st. Uh, deer, we got, uh, depending on where you are, there's some archery and primitive weapon season still going on in Louisiana. Uh, gun season continues in, in Alabama up through the end of the month. Uh, we also have doves in the south zone through January 31st. Woodcock, I made a good woodcock hunt yesterday with my buddy Dean Galatis. Uh, he owns Latte, which is the sister of Smokey, which is our German short hair pointers. Uh, they just recently made two years old. And both of them did fantastic yesterday. We wanted some a public wildlife management area for woodcock. We had a total of seven flush birds, three points, and we only hit one. But that's us. The dogs did fine. Uh, they backed each other, uh, pointed well, worked close. Uh, you can't ask for more. And when you raise and train your, your own dog from a puppy, a lot of pride in that. So hopefully I don't think I'll make another woodcock season. Glad to get that one in. Uh, then we have the, the youth-only hunt in the east and west duck zones in Louisiana. That's going to be February the 1st. A rabbit, squirrel, quail, if you can find any more quail, uh, through February 28th. Long time to go on that. We'll be making a rabbit hunt coming up next month. Uh, snipe season is also open through the 28th of February. So a lot of time to get out there and do some hunting. All right, let me take a look at our uh, text message board here. And remember, we're asking you to let us know what celebrity, entertainer, athlete, sportsman, political leader, someone famous that you'd like us to showcase on Bayou Wild TV, we'll put an invitation out for them. I got a few listed in yes, uh, last week, but uh, getting quite a few this morning. All right, uh, Lafayette Yacker, I knew we'd hear from him because he's fishing in that minimalist challenge where down in Leeville where it was 45 degrees. Uh, he says 135. I think there's 140. I don't know. We'll get Brendan Bayard to tell. It doesn't matter. A lot of kayakers out there. Uh, Justin in the Gentilly Wildlife Management Area. <clears throat> he says, <clears throat> excuse me, not a creature is stirring, not even a mouse. Where did I hear that before? And he wants to give a shout-out to the kids that are on this week's Bayou Wild TV. They are the pride of Louisiana. Thank you for saying that, Justin. Yeah, if you watch this week's show, we've got a uh, – a potential Olympic contender in Josh Raley. But we also have the 4-H shooting sports team from Louisiana, which, if you didn't hear, took home a national, a national championship, the best state in the entire country. And you probably didn't hear a lot about it unless you watch Bayou Wild or this show. Check it out. It's on Bayou Wild TV this week. Look for your local listings. You can go to BayouWildTV.com and watch it on uh on YouTube, anytime you like. All right, we have uh, someone that is headed to the launch to finish off the East Zone duck season chasing wood ducks. Now, next week, uh, we're going to have Foulmouth Radio, Flyway Federation's Foulmouth Radio. Uh, Josh Goins is going to join me from 8 to 9 o'clock, and we want you to recap with us your duck season. Tell us how your duck season went, what the trend has been that you've been seeing, and we're also going to discuss the future of southern state duck hunting, and uh, I don't think it's very bright. As I've been saying, we're in a crisis. Anyway, that's coming up next week. All right, I'll get back to some more of these texts right after this quick timeout. 870-870 is where they send it to us. And also I'm going to tell you about the radio photo of the week. It's actually a picture of the deer that our bad boy in the outdoors earned his title for. We'll be back to explain all that right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
Uh, we have uh, been asking if you uh, would like to see a celebrity, entertainer, sportsman, uh, someone of high profile on our Bayou Wild TV show. We found that by inviting some of these folks, we get a lot of people who are interested in seeing people who are maybe out of their element participating. Some of them are very good at it. We've had Will Clark, San Francisco Giant Major League Baseball player. We've had Amanda Shaw, the fiddling lady. We've had Coach Paul Maneri of LSU Tigers. Uh, Chef John Foltz, of course, he's a regular pretty much. We've got him cooking. In fact, he's got a recipe on this week's show for doves, which is fantastic, or really any game birds. And also... John is going to receive the Ella Brennan Award, uh, and that is a very prestigious award. It's the for hospitality for the state of Louisiana, and it'll be this coming Wednesday night at the Ritz-Carlton. And, and our crew is going to be there, and we're going to show some highlights of his award uh, on an upcoming Bayou Wild TV. Uh, big Frida, <laughs> she was sure a big, a big splash. I mean, a lot of people enjoyed that feature. Anyway, I've got requests so far for Peyton Manning, Coach Ogeron, Joe Burrow, Ted Nugent, Phil Robertson, and I got some more that have been sent in this morning. I'll be right back to tell you who they are. Send us yours at 870-870. We're back right after we let our local stations identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. We have Damon listening to us up in Baton Rouge. He says he'd like to have Dave Moreland on. It was a great influence to him growing up. And Dave is a very good biologist, worked for years and finally retired from Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, was a wildlife division leader, uh, probably most notoriety for the deer uh, management program and managing the deer uh, in Louisiana. And a very knowledgeable guy, great guy. Very well-spoken, and yeah, maybe we'll try to get Dave to do maybe a fishing show with Dave. All right, uh, here's one that says it's Mo. I'm wrapping up my deer season at the refinery, working a turnaround. I don't think your success rate's going to be very high there, Mo. He says, I'd like to see Captain Lane Zimmer on your show. Y'all can use his ghost minnows and mad mullets on his death grip jig heads. Great show. Sounds like an advertisement, but yeah, maybe we'll look into that. Uh, Another vote coming in for Coach O. Here's one from Jerry. He wants to see Burt Jones. Let me write that one down. Burt Jones hunting quail. All right. And we have, uh, oh, here's one from Jeff Laborde, Pensacola, listening to us. The best show on Saturday morning when I'm driving my 18. Well, thank you for that, Jeff. Of course, we don't have a whole lot of competition on Saturday mornings. Uh, Here's a good morning, Don. Have you heard of Pearl River WMA? It's open. That's from Bo. Bo, I'm going to tell you, uh, they close it when it's 16.5 on the Pearl River Gauge. I'm looking at it at 4 o'clock this morning. It was at 17.6. So I'm going to say, based on my judgment, it is closed. Uh, They keep the gates locked until such time when the water recedes, then they'll open them up now. The marsh part of it, down in the lower marsh, of course, if you're duck hunting, uh, that's not impacted by that. You should be able to get in down there if you're going duck hunting. All right, here's uh, Perry from Galliano. Going after a sakale this morning to see just how good pot-bellowed minnows will do. Follow up next week. All right, we'll be waiting, Perry. We want to know, is there any success in using pot-bellied ditch minnows going for sakale? Crappie to those of you uh, listening out of state. All right, we have uh, Don Campo from Slidell. He would like to see as a guest on Bayou Wild TV Drew Brees and his sons, or LSU quarterback Joe or Coach O. Yeah, we've had those. Let me add Drew Brees. You know, I've tried to get him to do a bow fishing. The guy is phenomenal. You know, you've seen him when he can do with a football. His pinpoint accuracy. Same thing with, with the bow and arrow bow fishing. All right, let's see. We got the tomato lady. Uh, where's Ann? Let me get her in here. Here we go. Let's see. Um, 
Y'all should look for a seasoned youth hunter that has hunted with his father or whoever brings him hunting on a regular basis, teaching them everything about hunting rather than just bringing him hunting and doing everything for them. I bet a kid like that has some great stories. Have a great day, the tomato lady. Headed to Covington. Yeah, and, you know, um, I think I have the right person for that, and that is a fantastic idea. You know, we get a lot of ideas for our shows from the audience, and we love to hear from you. 870-870. Today I'm getting some more football players in. I'll tell you about them. And we'll also get a fishing report, I hope, because his duck season is over, out from the Hackberry Rod and Gun Lodge over there in the western part of the state. We're back with that and your text messages right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And it's time to take you out to Hackberry Rod and Gun for Captain Kirk. Kirk Stansel, that is, at the Hackberry Rod and Gun. Kirk, y'all having breakfast at the lodge about now? I see. I believe we have Kirk. Captain Kirk, you there? We lost him. Well, we're going to have to get him back. In the meantime, let me get back to that text message, pretty busy text message board. we got people telling us who they would like to see uh, featured on Bayou Wild TV. And let's see, here's one that's it. Bobby Bear, <laughs> the Cajun Cannon. I don't know if I could take him on a fishing trip. <laughs> Bob, no, Bobby's a great guy. He probably would be fun. We're going to try to see if we can get Bobby Bear to go. I think we have Captain Kirk back now. Captain Kirk, you with us? I am with you. I apologize. I grabbed the phone and hit the off button. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like... Uh, putting the safety on instead of off when you're getting ready to pull the trigger kind of the same that's surprise. right well, <laughs> i'd rather it happen that way though <laughs> yes not the other way around tell us about exactly. the recap of your, your duck season it's finally come to a close and maybe i'll still have a youth hunt over there i don't know but for the most part it's no we with, uh, yeah we're done we're all the decoys i mean our marshes are cleaned out already we're done i mean we I mean, we had, uh, I think we got 18 duck blinds with decoys and boats, motors, every one of them. And, I mean, we when the season ended uh, Sunday, we got all, I mean, everything was out for most of them. But by Tuesday morning, we had everything out. But our duck season, uh, Don, ended up being uh, pretty damn good. You know, it started slow. We had, you know, that uh, – you know, opening weekend, then that first week after that front, it got tough. But then we ended up strong. We uh, we had probably about our fifth or sixth best year ever this year. That's fantastic. You know, I've said it before, and I don't know if there's any data to prove it, but I'm sure you're getting birds from that central flyway. You're not just getting birds oh. from the Mississippi flyway. You know, I've you know I've shot a lot of banded birds. Uh, Don and all, I mean, 90% of my banded birds are central flyway birds from uh, Saskatchewan, uh, you know, especially southwest Saskatchewan. I mean, I, I think we get an overlap of central and fly, uh, Mississippi flyway birds here. Yeah, well, that's, it's good that you do because the Mississippi flyway dependent area is uh, not so good. But I'm glad it worked out for you guys. So now you concentrate on fishing, but this is probably some of the toughest time of the year to fish, is it? It is. It's a tough time of year, uh, you know, especially for trout. Now, you catch redfish. Uh, you know, the redfish, we've been catching more reds on, on the, the low tide days, on, on the really the colder, you know, when the weather's not so good. And when the weather gets warm and nice, the tides come up. We're, we're not catching many uh, redfish. 
Now, there is some trout action all the way up north, up around Preanna Lake Charles right now. Uh, that's, yeah, that's where the up. best yeah. trout action Yeah, way up. That's where the best trout action is right now. But uh, and what are yeah, they? What are they catching them with this time of year? Uh, throwing soft plastics mainly. Uh, you know that mm-hmm. uh, you know we we throw a lot of H and H H and H stuff, and uh, that seems to be the best. I mean, that's what we're catching our fish on right now. Live bait's not available, so uh, everything's just uh, soft plastic for the most part. And now this is the time of year when these guys get out and wade fish and catch the big ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, throwing suspended baits mainly. On some of the warmer days, catch them on top water. But this is, you know, from now through about uh, early mid-March is when the best time is for wade fishing. Great. You know, Kirk, there's been a lot of talk about the population of uh, the speckled trout, and there's going to be some proposals to maybe do some cutbacks. Now, you guys have already been operating under uh, a lower limit than what most of the state is, and they've right. got a, a meeting scheduled. Uh, it's going to be yours in your area. is going to be at uh, Epps Memorial Library over on North Simmons Street. That's February 26th. That's a Wednesday, and all of these are scheduled for 5 o'clock, but there's some talk about people are wanting it moved back a little bit later to 6. And I'm going to tell you, these things are taking place all across the state for the whole month of February. Exactly. And this is going to be a free-for-all. I am hearing so many people with so many ideas, and I think what people need to do is listen or and read the, 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 the stats. It's the best science we've got. Whether you agree with it or not, it's all we've got to go on. And once people get a better understanding, I think they can make a better informed decision on it. What are you hearing from fishermen in your area? Uh, I'm hearing mixed reviews, but uh, over here I'm hearing, uh, you know, that something needs to be done. Well, I mean, there are more and more people over here in favor of uh, lowering the limits. I mean, because there's no doubt the trout fishing is not like it used to be, Don. I mean, it, no, it, no, trout sure. fishing is tougher. So, you know, and, you know, I think part of that has to do with, you know, the, the wet cycle we just went through, uh, the freeze we had two years ago. But, uh, you know, that's had an effect on it. But prior to that, the fishing was slower. And, it, and the only thing it could be is over-harvest. And, right, right. you know, it, I mean, I want my business and I want my kids to be around and my grandkids to catch these fish. And if something has to be done. And now, golly, what I'm hearing is for our area over here going all the way to five fish. Now, that's, that's a little extreme, I think. But, you know, I'm... You know, we need to listen to the data uh, and what what right. uh, the experts have said. You know, and if it needs well, to be options. Five, I, yeah, there are um, options. You know, you can go to a bigger minimum size and then maybe not reduce the limit so low. The, the higher minimum size you've got, then the more generous the limit you could allow. Not that people are going right. to catch that many because they're not anyway. But anyway, it's, right. it's it's an it's a method where you can, if you get into them, catch a few more fish than, than you know, if you kept it at 12-inch, you know, and most of the state is 12-inch. Don, I, I, I think 12-inches is too small. I've always thought 12-inches is too small. That is a little yeah. bitty fish. I mean, it's a potato chip when you get him clean. <laughs> 14, I mean, 14 inches is, uh, I mean, I think that's very reasonable. Yeah, well, if you go up 14 inches, you know, you could maybe you – know, the goal is to, to keep 20% more fish in the water. And right. I don't know if that would do it alone, if they've got to reduce the limit, and that will all be discussed. You know, they haven't given a if this, then that, but 
Uh, I'm sure after the public commentary and the commissioners get to digest it and they look at it in a few months, uh, they'll come up with, with something, and hopefully it will satisfy all ends, that there will be enough fish to keep people's interest in it and be worth it to go out and catch fish, but at the same time keep that population save the resource. steady. Look, look at, look at redfish. Yeah, look yeah. at redfish. You can almost go out and pretty much any day guarantee you're going to have an excellent chance at catching a limit of five redfish. And people are happy right. with that. You know, nobody's clamoring exactly. to go up on the limits there. And <clears throat> maybe we'll have to kind of go to the same thing with speckled trout because just what you mentioned, coastal wetland loss, the loss of the estuaries, more fresh water in the area, the habitat just can't sustain the amount of fishing pressure that it used to. It's just a fact of life. Exactly, exactly. You know, and if you think about it, Don, you look at the rest of the country. You know, and I, I mean, the, the limits – I mean, we, we, we're able to catch way more fish now. Don't get me wrong. Well, you, our estuary can sustain more fish, without a doubt. Right, right. You know, compared well, to wait you know, you hear, uh, Florida and others. Right after the top of the hour, I'm going to give out the new rules going into effect February 1st, next week, in Florida. And believe me, it ain't pretty. If you look at what they're going to be doing, what we're doing, you wonder, wow, Louisiana's got it really good, and we do. Kirk, i got to well, move we on. We'll talk more we're about sure. this later. Uh yeah, absolutely. Give us the contact information. Somebody wants to come book okay. a trip out there at the Hackberry. Uh, Toll-free number, Don, is 888-762-3391, hackberryrodandgun.com. you got to spell out and, hackberryrodandgun.com. Very good. We'll see you next time, Kirk. Thanks so much right. for the report. We appreciate it. You bet. Good talking to you, Don. Right, there he goes, off in uh, the Enterprise. What is the Enterprise? I ought to name their boat the Enterprise. That would be fitting. All right, coming back after this, Daryl Carpenter joins us. More fishing on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And let's talk to Captain Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. He fishes around the Grand Isle area. Daryl, I know there's a lot of kayaks headed down there in Leeville area today. Well, where might they find some fish if they're working out that area? Well, Don, I've heard from my, uh, I've heard from some of my guys fishing the side of the road, and and you know with this extremely low water, this this big tide range we've had all week long, and the windy, windy conditions, they've been catching some fish on the side of the road. Uh, they they're not piled up like they were a month or so ago, but <clears throat> you definitely have some fish starting to come back in there, and I mean that's prime kayak territory. You don't have to go far, launch right there on the side of the road. And, you know, mostly on the south side, but there's been some stuff in Lake Laurier. But like I said, mostly in those deep holes on us in those pits on the south side. Um, man, this week, this week has been a little bit rough. I mean, I think we had, yeah, maybe a four to six hour window yesterday where the the wind laid down. Um, other than that, it was really brutal all week long with one one little front system after another coming through. But when that when the wind did lay down, the people that snuck out front, and this is something that's been, I don't know, maybe there's been more people trying it now, uh, more people talking about it, but there, there's still fish out front. I mean, the, you know, not necessarily the beach itself, but the rock jetties, the 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 rock, you know, the, the rock wave breaks, the barges at Fouchon, there's been fish out front all year this year. They never really left. Um so I would say if, if you're not headed up in the marsh, I mean, they I got some marsh reports. The the, the guy out of uh, or the area right around uh, a little area called Lac de Lille up off of uh, Bayou Lafouche, which is almost up to the Golden Metal floodgates. Uh, that you know that type of area is producing some fish because it's got some deep holes in it. But you know they're scattered around, and you just gotta you gotta hunt for them and. 
And once you find them, just kind of stick with it, stick with the pattern. And it's been cold enough and the water's been cold enough that most of those fish are sticking deep right now. Got it. Daryl, uh, before you go, uh, I'm looking at the list of public meetings for the speckled trout management, uh, the public hearings. Uh, can you tell me why they've got one scheduled in Ruston and one in Alexandria and nothing down in Jeremone Lafouche? I I was at the commission meeting. It was brought up by one particular commissioner that he wanted to make sure they had meetings in the metropo- major metropolitan areas because they felt like more license holders live in those areas than do directly on the coast. That while their effort is on the coast, that there there's more folks that live in those areas that would be interested that rarely get heard from. Um, yeah, but a I lot of the told, people that that involved, you know, for a living, for a yep. career, owning marinas and bait catchers and charcoal, yep. they, they actually live in those other areas. So, yep. I guess they got to make the trip up. I guess it's uh, you know, we know we we've thing. had. We've had those conversations with wildlife and fisheries this week, and this is a preliminary round, that, and there will be another round, and we've demanded they concentrate on the coast on that round. All right, very good. Dale, thanks for the update as always, and we'll be talking to you more about that speckled trout situation as we get closer to it. Appreciate you calling in. We appreciate you. Thank you, Don. All right, you can catch him at realscreamers.com, and you can catch another hour of the outdoors. Wait till you hear what Florida is going to do beginning February 1st with their speckled trout. Back with more after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.